Hey, Zach here, and before we dive into this week's episode, I wanted to let you know that you can actually grab the recordings of our most recent Facebook and Instagram ads for List Building Bootcamp for just $25. Now, in January of 2024, we hosted a five-day live training where we walked our clients through step-by-step how to set up ads that grow their email list every single day so that they're always growing their business, always growing their audience, and always having new people to make offers to. Now, what's really great about this bootcamp is we have literally dozens of client results from it, and you can get the recordings of that most recent one from January of 2024 for just 25 bucks. All you have to do is head to theadsbootcamp.com. Again, that's theadsbootcamp.com. And you're going to learn step-by-step through how people were able to grow their list. Um, We have incredible results like Zeta, who added 67 leads to her list in just five days at $1.80 a piece, or Nora Jean, who added 62 leads for $1.12 in those five days. We have Brenda, who added over 500 people to her list over the course of a week, under $0.50 a piece. Uh, Heather Lalonde who did over 200 leads at 50 cents a piece. Amy Hughes, who added over 300 leads in a week. I mean, the list goes on and on. And those are just our January testimonials. We have even more than that, plus testimonials from the last seven times we've done this. And we would love to have you in next. So if you head over to theadsbootcamp.com, you can grab the recordings for just 25 bucks. It'll walk you step-by-step through growing your list. And in less than five days, you could have tons of new leads pouring into your list every day, semi-automated with Facebook advertising. So check it out and let's get into this week's episode. This is the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast, episode number 36, how to get raving reviews in writing. Hey there, you're listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. My name is Zach Spuckler, and on this show, we talk about how to go from passionate side hustler to full-time online business owner with tips, tricks, and interviews to help you take it to the next level. Let's do it. What is up, Heart Hustlers? I am redonk excited for this week's episode because this week's episode topic comes directly from some of the students in our five-figure challenge program. And what we're talking about today is how to get raving reviews in writing. Now, before we dive into this week's episode, you guys know I like to sponsor my own show with a little call to action at the beginning. So I just want to let you know, if you're not already in our Heart Hustlers group on Facebook, we're over 6,000 online entrepreneurs that are just supporting each other to crazy levels of success. We have people in every niche and industry in that group from digital business to health to wellness to relationships to spirituality, and we would love to welcome you to our community. If you want to join the Heart Hustlers group on Facebook, you can go to Heart hustlers.com. You don't have to opt in at that link. It's just going to take you right to Facebook. Again, it's hearthustlers.com, and we would absolutely love to have you in there. Now, let's dive in to how to get really great reviews. Now, we'll start with a little story because you might be wondering, you know, what's the importance of reviews or why am I calling them reviews? And, and really, reviews, testimonials, case studies, feedback, whatever it is, the real question is, How do we get people to leave feedback that we can put on our sales pages, on our websites, in our webinars? And this question popped up because we have several students in the five-figure challenge that have had really amazing challenges go down, and now they want to get testimonials from their clients. 
And, you know, testimonials were one of the big things that I struggled with in the early days. And I even did a Google search, you know, how to get great client testimonials. I even struggled, you know, as of the time of recording this to find really great content on how to do that. And so with the question in my group and knowing that my audience wants more testimonials from their people, I thought, what an amazing topic for the podcast. And so here we are. And what I want to share with you today are my three golden rules of testimonials. And you're not going to find these anywhere online. I came up with them. I like them. But these are three golden rules that you can apply to get really great testimonials that you can use from your students. Now, before we dive into those three golden rules, I think it's really important to step back and talk about how do we even set our students up to want to give us really great testimonials? And I think that this is a part that people kind of skip because I've seen, you know, do the form or here's the questions to ask. But there's something way more fundamental, in my opinion, to getting really great testimonials. And that is that you really need to care about your students. You need to care the results they get. If you run a group coaching program, you need to be in that Facebook group and you need to know people by first name and type of business. And you need to actually create products that get results. You see, if you're struggling to get testimonials, but people aren't getting results, you're going to continue to struggle. So a prerequisite before you ever go after these testimonials is to actually make sure do I care about the results that people are getting? And have I created a product that gets results? And when I say care about people, what I mean is, you know, in your higher level programs, right? Or even in your lower level programs, if you have a Facebook group or you're doing, you know, live coaching calls, these are all really popular in the online space. Do you know people by their name? Do you know what people are working on, right? Because I can think about people in my five-figure challenge and I can think, oh, there's Kristen who's working on writing and there's Betty who's working with parents and there's Anne who's in the spiritual niche and Chelsea in the health niche and Danny in the productivity niche. And I get to know my customers. Now, obviously I don't have, you know, a million hours as much as I'd love to get on the phone with every person, but I pay attention. And to me, it all starts there. It all starts with really caring about your people, paying attention and getting to know them, and creating a product that gets results. Because think about this. If you care about your people and you help them get results, why would they not want to return the favor and leave you a really great testimonial, right? So I think it starts there. It starts with creating really great content and being really engaged with your customers. Now, we are going to continue this episode assuming you've done that, assuming that you've created a program that you're proud of, that gets results for people, that you're engaged with, that you care about. And then we're going to go into our golden rules of testimonials. So I like to keep it short and sweet, as you know. So I have three golden rules. Number one, be honest and direct. Number two, ask for your testimonials. And number three, refine and review your testimonials with your audience. Let's dive into each of these one at a time so that you actually have action steps you can take in your business. You guys know how ridiculously important it is to me that after an episode, you're able to go out and actually take action. That's so important to me. So first things first, we want to be honest and direct. I have people all the time that say like, you know, I just want testimonials or I'm asking for testimonials and no one's giving them. And testimonials are the one time, in my opinion, that exposure is relevant right? We don't necessarily pay people for our testimonials, but we can say, hey, you know, if you leave me a testimonial, I'd love to put you on my sales page if it's a great fit, right? And I tell people that, like, we want to put you on our sales page. I might want to put you in an email. I might want to write a case study about you. You know, I want to share you 
with the world if it's a really great fit. And so the first thing you want to do is be really honest with people about what you're doing with those testimonials. Because in my opinion, at our core, people want to help people. Our customers, if we're getting them results, they want to return the favor, right? We've talked about this in past episodes, but that law of reciprocity is there. So if you are serving your audience and you're helping your audience, guess what? They want to turn around and help you. So the first thing to do is get direct with them about what you want. So what I see is like, hey, if you enjoyed this program, click here and leave me a testimonial. Or I'm collecting testimonials. Here's a link. Or you reach out to people and say, hey, I'd love to get a testimonial from you when you have time. I take a much different approach. I post in my group and I say, hey, I'm looking for testimonials. We're going to be launching in a few weeks or a few months. We're looking for new people to put on the sales page. We're looking for people who have done this, right? And so I've studied my audience and I know I'm looking for people who have built their list, right? If you've added more than a few hundred people to your list, I would love a testimonial from you. If you have actually made five figures with the five-figure challenge, I would love a testimonial from you. If you are in a non-business niche, I want a testimonial from you, right? So I don't just dive in and throw the net and say, I want a testimonial from everyone, right? Of course I do. And of course I still throw out that net, but I'm also intentional when I really need testimonials. So I tell people, here's what I'm looking for. Here's what would benefit me. Here's where we want to use the testimonials, right? Because a lot of times what people don't realize is, oh, everyone's collecting testimonials or everyone's asking for feedback, but very few people are saying exactly what they want and how they want it. And so simply by making that shift, you stand out. Now people are able to determine, okay, am I a good fit to leave a testimonial for Zach? Does what I do help Zach with what he's looking for, right? Because again, remember we said this, if we start with that really core foundation of leading with creating really great products that help people, they will want to return the favor, but we have to tell them how they can return that favor by being really honest and direct. So I'm looking for testimonials to feature on my sales page in a couple of months. Here are really great stories we're looking for. If that's you, great. Now, that takes us to golden rule number two, which is to ask for it. I wrote this down and I put it in my notes and I was kind of like, you know, this seems so kind of simple, right? Like you have to ask for the testimonials, but I wanted to go a little bit deeper because I've talked about this before and, you know, we've had people on the show who've kind of said that like asking for the sale is important. Asking for people to buy your products is important. You know, just like with selling, asking for a testimonial is important. And this happens on so many different levels. So where I think a lot of people fall short when they go to ask for testimonials is they think you ask once and you move on, right? So a perfect example, we ask for testimonials in the private Facebook group of our programs on a fairly regular basis. But that doesn't mean everybody's going to see that post. So what about asking other places? What about emailing your list of buyers and saying, hey, we would love to get your feedback and possibly feature you on the sales page, right? Because again, we want to be honest and direct and really tell people what we're looking for. But here is one thing that I don't think enough people talk about, and that is asking for one-on-one testimonials from people who have gotten really amazing results. So that's why we laid that really foundation of caring about people, because I know who my rock stars are. So we talked about that a little bit in the episode with Selena Sue, and if you want to go back and listen to that episode again, it's heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 31, and we talked about how 
influencers really do notice their star students, right? And so we can actually look at it the other way and say, when you're the influencer, you're noticing your star students, right? So I notice people who have made it on the sales page of our five-figure challenge page, right? I've noticed Ashley sit on her course for a year and then launch it with our program. I noticed Anne do a $10,000 weekend. I noticed April um, make $10,000 on a four-week course. I noticed Sandra make sales on her products. Like I notice who's succeeding in my program. And if somebody does well in my program and I don't see a testimonial coming in when I'm posting in the group or emailing, I reach out to them one-on-one and I simply say, hey, you know, insert name, right? And of course, I customize it for everybody. So let's take Ashley, for example, of Ashley Taylor Portrait. She did really, really well with our program. And I reached out to her and I basically said, hey, Ashley, you know, your story is really great. And I would love to feature you on the sales page and possibly in a case study email because you, you know, had a small list you didn't have a product ready, and you got a ton of people signed up with your five-day challenge. Is that something that you'd be interested in? She was like, absolutely. So that takes us to the second part of asking, which is I made it really simple for Ashley to give me feedback. Now, this is a point that I think is very, very important. And if you only take one little nugget from this whole thing, take this. A lot of people say, can I get a testimonial from you about what it's like to work with me? And then they let their customer free flow. What we do is we send them to, we use Typeform. You can check it out, typeform.com. It's free. We use Typeform to collect our testimonials and we ask really key questions and we tell our customers complete sentences would be appreciated. So what we do is we tell them what questions we want them to answer And what happens is we get answers that we can use in our testimonials. So I'll share with you some of my favorite questions. And I just want to be very transparent. These are from various sources. I've learned from various people, you know, in my mastermind, James Wedmore has given me some insight. Kimmer Luna has given me some insight. Friends that I know have given me insight on questions. So these are not all of my own original doing. And I just want to be really transparent about that. But these are questions that we found that get really, really great answers for us. So one great question is, Why did you join this program, right? This really reveals what was the person's motivation. Ultimately, we want that motivation to be the problem that you're solving. So a lot of people that join the five-figure challenge, they might say, well, I joined because I wanted to launch my program. I finally wanted to get it out there. I needed a really simple blueprint, right? And those are all selling features. So when you ask, why did you join? You're able to highlight the selling features when they give you an answer, we also love to ask, what was your biggest fear or your biggest reservation before you joined the program? Now, sometimes we don't actually use this in the testimonial. Sometimes we do. But this also gives us really great insight into our marketing. So if I'm getting a ton of people who are saying, my biggest fear was I didn't have a list. I didn't have a list. I didn't have a list, which we got a lot of. We know, hey, we really need to talk about how much not having a list doesn't matter for this program. We also love to ask what happened to your life, your business, your health, your body, your relationships, whatever niche you're in, what happened to your, you know, after going through this program. That's where we get the transformation, right? Because in business, we are selling the transformation. We're selling the before and after you work with me, before and after you hire me to do a service for you, before and after you hire me as a coach, before and after you go through my course. So we want to ask them, you know, what happened to your business after going through the course or what changes did you see in your business as a result of this course? That's where we get our transformational information. 
Then we also love to ask, this is one of my absolute favorite questions, would you recommend this to a friend and why? Now, this is great because it literally gives us, if they answer in a complete sentence, it says, I would recommend this program to anyone because, and then in their own words, they're telling other people who might read this testimonial, hey, like, why should I consider this, right? If I'm in your position, people reading the testimonials, that's how they feel. They're like, I'm in that position, you know, the before position. What would you tell them? And then that's our final question. What would you tell someone who's on the fence about joining her? What would you tell someone who's not sure if this is a good fit for them? Or what would you tell someone who is concerned about spending the money or joining the program? Again, that's where we get to let our customers do the work of telling our potential customers why they should work with us. What is the benefit of joining our programs? In our case, we love to have people say things like, hey, you know, like one person said, my only hesitation was the cost. It was definitely a stretch investment. And then they say, but I can definitely say it was worth it, right? So, you know, what was your biggest fear or would you recommend it? And we have that all right there. So they're like, I was afraid of the cost too, just like a lot of the people reading this page, but I can say it was worth every penny I spent. So just to recap, those are some of my favorite questions to ask. Again, make it really, really simple for them to answer. Like we love to use type form. We love to send it out by email, post it in the group, ask people one-on-one. If somebody kills it in my program, I will reach out to them one-on-one 100% and ask for feedback because why wouldn't I? And if your business is larger or you're super busy, you can have your assistant reach out and ask the answers to these questions. I know several really successful entrepreneurs that do that. They have either their virtual assistant or their community manager or someone on their team is paying attention to the all-stars and reaching out to them to get testimonials. The key is know who your people are, know who's doing really well. And if you don't have testimonials from those people, go ask them. There's nothing wrong, in my opinion, at any level of reaching out to someone one-on-one who did really great and asking them, can I get a testimonial from you, okay? So that was number two of my three golden rules of killer testimonials, asking for it. And that takes us to golden rule number three, which is refine and review. Now, this is something that I love to share with my one-on-one clients, and I'm so excited to finally be putting it on the podcast. I feel like this little tip is long overdue, You do not have to use what someone says exactly. Now, let me clarify, because I understand completely at first glance that anybody listening who knows Zach Spuckler of Heart, Soul, and Hustle's ears just perked up and is like, isn't it important to be transparent and to be fair and to be honest? And absolutely. So I want to get one thing clear about refining your testimonials. I am not saying make stuff up. I'm not saying lie. And I'm not saying go out and blatantly rewrite stuff. But here's the thing. We ask all these questions and sometimes they're so disjointed, we can't put everything together. And so on our testimonial form, we have a little checkbox that says, do we have your permission to amend and rewrite this review within reason as long as it's true to the original? And what that means is we can put the filler words in. So we can string their sentences together. We can make their thoughts cohesive, right? There's nothing wrong with if you have these really choppy answers to sentences, you want to put them together to sound nice. And so we tell our people right on our form, hey, we're never going to lie. We're not going to make up your results. We're going to stick true to your numbers and your words. But do we have your permission to make sure it flows together in the medium that we use it, whether that's email or the sales page, right? You want to stay true to their story. I am not telling you to make stuff up. And here is the other thing. If you know somebody's story and they give you a testimonial and there's like this key piece missing, this is where I say refine and review. 
So sometimes, like we've had this happen plenty of times, we're actually doing this with our upcoming launch, we wanted to share a couple of case studies. Now, a case study doesn't look great as, you know, just a block of text from that person. A case study needs to be written kind of as a story. And so what we did was we went out and we got several different testimonials. I turned those testimonials into case studies. So one example was my friend, Andra Bolin, who's actually been on this show. She used our challenge program. She got really great results. I wanted to write a little case study about her. So I said, you know, can I write a case study about you knowing what I know about your results? And she said, absolutely. I would love that. So what I did was I wrote a whole story. I wrote out this whole case study. And then I sent it to Andra and said, can you review this? And I want to be fully transparent. This is my understanding of your process. This is my understanding of the results you've gotten. If there's anything that feels incorrect, you feel like it's a stretch, you feel like I've expanded too much or, or I misunderstood and like you feel like it's not entirely truthful, just tell me, right? There's no pressure here. I want to work with you to make sure that when I share your story, it makes both of us look good, right? And simply by reframing it, people are afraid to go back. Like once I get the testimonial, oh no, Like, I can't go back and ask them to change it because, you know, they did me a favor. But here's the thing you have to remember. I'm going back and I'm doing kind of both of us a favor, right, by making their testimonials sound really good. And so if I have somebody who has a really great story, in this case, Andra had a really great story. I just loved her process. She launched a product. She did it in a short period of time. She made a really great profit. Her conversion numbers were just amazing. And so I told her, I'm going to write a little story about what happened before and after and some of the feelings that I know you had from our conversations. And then I'm going to send it to you. And can you just tell me if it sounds good? And that's what I did. So I took her testimonial or or what she had told me and I turned it into a testimonial, right? I turned it into a case study. So there's never anything wrong with going back and refining what someone has said. And a lot of that refining comes from that golden rule number two, which is asking really key questions. Perfect example, as you guys have know, because I love to talk about it on the show, I'm in a mastermind with some really amazing people and they had asked me for a testimonial. And when they asked, they said, you know, here are the really key words that we would love to have. Here are the key things that we would love to touch on. You know, make it your own, right? We don't want you to lie. We don't want to put words in your mouth. But here are some of the real key things that we want to highlight about our mastermind that we would love you to include in your testimonial. And guess what? That mastermind has changed my business. And so when they asked me, I jumped. I got a text about it. And within 20 minutes, I had written a really, what I hope was a really nice testimonial for them. And I even gave them permission and said, you know, feel free to tweak and change things around. And if you need me to review it, I'm more than happy to do that. So the biggest thing about testimonials and something that, again, I haven't seen, in my opinion, enough people talk about this is you can go back and ask people to rewrite it or change it or tweak it. Or maybe you say to somebody like, listen, one of the big things we're looking to sell about this program is how helpful it is to building your list. Can you talk in your feedback, like how you felt about building your list? Did this help your list? Did this hurt your list? Like, tell me how you felt about growing your list before and after my program. Okay. So there's nothing wrong with telling people, Hey, here's what I need from you to get the most out of my program. Now, here's the thing to date. I've never had anybody say, no, I'm not going to help you. But without fail, somebody will say no. Somebody will disagree with you. That's okay, right? Asking for testimonials is, it's a new terrain, right? And it's just like when you first start selling, you're hesitant. 
you don't know exactly what to say. You're afraid that you'll say the wrong thing. You're afraid that you're going to offend somebody. And I want to share with you this kind of thought about fearlessness and courage. There's a really fantastic book that I read, Big Magic, by Elizabeth Gilbert. I I think I've talked about it on the show before, but it's one of my all-time favorite books. I love to listen to it on audio. I would highly recommend that you get it. We'll put a link to that on Amazon in the show notes. But Elizabeth Gilbert says, so often we think that, and I'm paraphrasing as a side note, so often we think that fearlessness is what courage is, but courage is not fearlessness. Courage is simply operating in the presence of fear. And so I'm not sitting here saying the first time you reach out to somebody personally to ask for a testimonial, it's probably going to be a little scary. But the nice thing about 2016 is it's never been easier to ask for stuff because all we really have to work ourselves up to doing is clicking that enter key, asking them on Facebook, sending them an email, reaching out to them in a private message on your medium of choice. I remember one of my really amazing coaching clients, I reached out on Instagram stories and I was like, hey, I totally space, but I need a testimonial from you. And I see her on Instagram all the time. So I'm just hitting you up here. And within 24 hours, we had a testimonial and it was a great testimonial that we're even using on some of our sales pages. So I'm not saying it won't be scary or it won't be hard or it won't be a little unnerving the first time you go in for the testimonial but it's worth it. So let's recap the golden rules. Let's pull out some of the golden nuggets from this episode. I'll give you guys a link to the show notes and then we will wrap it up. All right. So the three golden rules again are number one, be honest and direct, right? Remember that this is a time where people will do something for exposure. We want to tell them, I want to feature you. I want to share you. I want to put your face out there. So be honest and direct about what you need, why you need it and how you want to use it. Then number two, don't forget to actually ask and make it simple for them to give you feedback. Ask them to give you complete sentences on really key questions that you've thought about, right? And ask in various forms. Ask in private Facebook group if you have one. Ask via your email list. Ask people one-on-one if they're killer case studies. And again, some of my favorite questions to ask are, why did you join this program or why did you buy this product? What was your biggest hesitancy or fear before joining? What has happened to you, your life, your business? after joining, would you recommend this to someone else? Or what would you tell someone who's on the fence about joining? And then finally, number three, refine and review. Go in and string stuff together. Ask people permission to rearrange their words a little bit. But here's the thing. I'm not saying make stuff up. I'm not saying lie. Here's what I'm saying. You know what people need to hear to be interested in your program, right? You know what your customers are saying. So don't be afraid to string thoughts together and ask them for permission to do that. And if you feel like you're pushing that boundary where you're adding stuff in or you're rewriting, or like I told you, if you turned into a full-blown case study, you can go back and get someone's sign-off on stuff. I've taken really great testimonials, rewritten them, sent them back and said, hey, here's what I pulled from what you wrote. Can I get your approval on this? Do you like this? right? Go in and rewrite. And then finally, know that testimonials and getting testimonials, it's a process. It takes time. It's not the easiest thing in the world at first, right? But over time, you will get better at it. Don't be afraid or go ahead and be afraid, but operate in the presence of fear. You know, that's one of the best things I gleaned from that book, Big Magic operate in the presence of fear. Don't expect there to be an absence of fear. And finally, I want to recap this entire episode with the thought that I gave you at the beginning that I've said multiple times throughout here because I truly in my heart of hearts believe that this is relevant. Before any of the golden rules of testimonials matter, before you even attempt 
to get feedback on your products. It's incredibly important that you make real products that get real results for people and that you care and pay attention. Because when you make really great stuff and you offer it to people and you get your heart in it, and please hear me, I'm not saying it needs to be beautiful or perfect or without error or branded. I'm saying it helps people and it gets results, right? I know amazing coaches who don't have any courses. I know people who have really subpar branding, you know, according to the standards of what's beautiful these days. And yet they care about their people and they get results. And that's what matters. So as long as you care about people, they will care about you in return. And it makes all these three rules so much easier to subscribe to. All right. So those are my tips for getting really amazing testimonials, how to get raving reviews and writings for your products, services, and offers. If you want you can head over to heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 36 for the complete show notes. Again, that's heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 36. We'll have a quick recap here of these rules, and you're more than welcome to check that all out. We'll also link, I mentioned a couple of books and a couple of past episodes. So again, heartsoulhustle.com forward slash 36, and you'll have all the show notes there waiting for you. So I'll leave you with this one final thought. You can talk about how great your products are every single day. You can create amazing, amazing results for people. But what really helps sell your offers is showing people that you help people. And that's what testimonials and reviews do. They show your potential customers what it's like to work with you. You see, we're afraid of the unknown by nature as humans. We are afraid of the things we don't know. And your potential customers, they don't know what it's like to work with you. They don't know what it's like to be in your courses. They don't know what it's like to hire you for services. And so when you are able to get raving reviews from your clients... Suddenly, it's not an unknown anymore. Suddenly, they know exactly what to expect. And when you can remove fear and hesitation and uncertainty, you're able to reach and impact more people. And at the end of the day, that's what these businesses are really about. Building an amazing life you love while helping as many people as you can. I hope you guys got a ton out of this episode, and I'll see you next week with another episode of the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. Thanks for listening to the Heart, Soul, and Hustle podcast. For more great stuff, be sure to visit heartsoulhustle.com. 